It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 117 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. I hope you all had a fantastic Christmas holiday with your friends and families, and that you tuned in for our Christmas Day show last Friday. Today's podcast is our final show for season one. Season two will begin one week from today on Monday, January 4th. And for today's show, we bring you an episode from Meet Millie, that hilarious classic comedy radio show that ran from July 2nd, 1951 to September 23rd, 1954, and starring Audrey Totter as Millie originally, and then later Alina Verdugo. B. Benadirit starred as Millie's mother originally, later replaced by Florence Halep. Millie is a young woman living in an apartment in Brooklyn with her mother and working as a secretary. She also dates J.R. Johnny Boone Jr., the son of her boss, played by Frost Ford. So sit back and relax for the September 11th, 1951 broadcast of Meet Millie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, Meet Millie, transcribed and created by Frank Galen and starring Audrey Totter. <laughs> yes, it's time to say hello to Mama, played by B. Benaderet, and Alfred, played by Marvin Kaplan, as once again we meet Millie. Well, the housing shortage in New York City is at least as bad as it is anyplace else, and apartments are as scarce as the proverbial hen's teeth. It is therefore easy to understand the anxious looks on the faces of Millie Bronson and her mother as we join them today, because it seems they face the possibility of being evicted. You think the new landlord will really put us out, Mama? All I know is what Mrs. Zawalkow told me. He wants to remodel some of the apartments, so he's going to evict the tenants that don't have leases. <laughs> well, that's us, kid. Let's start packing. Millie, how can you joke about it? You know what it's like to find an apartment nowadays? <laughs> Cheer up, Mama. Don't let her get you down. Two go-getters like us can always find a place to live. Honey, I'm tired. My goal hasn't been getting for years. <laughs> Mom, I'm surprised at you. I can't help it. I'm worried. Where can you find an apartment these days? Oh, Mama, don't make it worse than it is. Apartments are hard to find, but it's not impossible. Here, let's look in the ads in the paper. I'll show you. My innocent little baby. A classified ad. Oh, Mama, here's lots of apartments for rent. Wait till she finds out. There's a long list of them. Let's see. Um... Well, she's got to learn sometime. <laughs> Two bedrooms, large sunny living room, near subway, rent. Here it comes. $200 a month, Mama. Not the mother, honey. <laughs> I 
had no idea, Mama. I know. It's been getting worse all the time. I've been following the ads. There must be some cheaper apartments advertised. Let me look. A hundred and fifty, a hundred and a quarter, a hundred and seventy-five, a hundred. Now we're getting someplace. That's only twice what we can afford. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I see here for less than $60 a month is desk space in a real estate office. <laughs> Let's grab it. We'll each curl up in a drawer. <laughs> Mom, it's no joke. Uh-huh. Finally, you realize it, huh? What are we going to do? I don't know. Say, if the worst comes to the worst, we can move over into the YW. That's okay for you, but I'm not so Y anymore. <laughs> Do they have an old W? <laughs> well, we still have our sense of humor, huh, Mama? Yeah. Two homeless jokesters. <laughs> Listen, something will show up. Don't worry. Uh, come in. Good morning, ladies. Well, Alfred Prince Metal. Hello, Alfred. How's the poet today? Oh, I'm terribly depressed. Why, Alfred? Well, I woke up this morning with a feeling of great strength. I felt there was nothing I couldn't do. I jumped out of bed ready to lick the whole world. So what happened? I couldn't untie the knot in my pajama strip. <laughs> you mean you let a little thing like that make you feel bad? You shouldn't be so sensitive, Alfred. I can't help it. My soul vibrates like a harp in the wind. Alfred, how poetic. Where do you get the inspiration for such beautiful thoughts, Alfred? Some of them come from deep within the heart. Some of them come from the infinity of space or the mystery of the dark night. This particular one I read in a book. <laughs> I thought you made it up. So did I. I just remembered I didn't. <laughs> I read so much poetry, you know. Sometimes I get confused. Does that happen to you very often? Well, once in 1943, for six months, I thought I wrote Gunga Din. <laughs> pretty depressing. Alfred, if you'll forgive me for saying it, what you need is a job to take your mind off your troubles. Yeah, or else start worrying about somebody else's troubles, like ours, for instance. What trouble have you got? We are being put out of our apartment, and we can't find another one that we can afford. Say, that's a coincidence. What is? On my way over here just now, I passed an apartment house around the corner, and a man was hanging out in the apartment for rent sign. Forty-five dollars a month. Alfred, are you sure? Around the corner? I'm sure, all right. Mama, what do you think? I can't hear you. I'm around the corner taking the apartment. <laughs> this is the house. Yeah, there's a sign. Two-bedroom apartment, $45. Oh, it's too good to be true. Right in the same neighborhood and everything. Yeah. It says rental agent, apartment one. Let's go. Oh, I hope it isn't taken. Me too. Why don't you let me handle this for you? I'm a wonderful businessman. Alfred, the last time I let you handle a business deal for me was when I bought my vacuum cleaner. Now, I'm the only woman in the neighborhood who has to make her monthly payments weekly. You hate me. Please, Alfred, behave yourself. Yeah, here's apartment one. I hope he's in. 
Yes? We came about the apartment. Has it been taken yet? No, it hasn't. This is the apartment, two bedrooms. Come on and look at it, see if you like it. Is the rent $45? Yes? We love it. We'll take it. I'm Millie Bronson. This is my mother. Oh, come now. Things aren't quite that simple, you know. First of all, uh, how many in your family? Uh, just the two of us. My mother and myself. Uh, it comes to two. Count us. You'll see. One, two. <laughs> Mama. Huh? I had already done the addition mentally. I have a photographic mind. <laughs> well, you people look to me like very desirable tenants. Oh, we are, we are, we are. You can check with our former landlord. We live around the corner now. Oh, I think I could take your word for it. You don't look like the sort who would damage the premises. As a matter of fact, we improve the property artistically. How's that? No help, Alfred, I beg of you. I just wanted to tell him about that mural I painted on the living room wall. What was that? That was nothing. <laughs> Alfred, why don't you go out in the street and smell exhaust pipes? <laughs> now, uh, uh, not so fast. Uh, you painted something on the living room wall? It just happened once. He wanted to surprise us <clears throat> about the lease. He painted something on your living room wall? We don't even know him. No. No, he followed us here. Shoo, boy. Get, get. You mean you allowed this fellow to paint on the wall of your living room? There was nothing to make a fuss about. It came off very easily with sandpaper and a blowtorch. <laughs> what a sense of humor he has. <laughs> Who is this fellow? Alfred E. Prince Metal. Painter, sculptor, and poet. I I'm a poet, mostly. Oh, really? Uh, what kind of poems do you write? Listen, I'll recite my latest creation. Lament for a stick of chewing gum. Alfred, he didn't ask for a sample. I can't stop now. It'd ruin my nervous system. No, no, let him go. <laughs> he uh, fascinates me. Thank you. A last proud stick of double mint or tutti frutti. Little you know what awful fate awaits your beauty. As you stand so slim and smooth, I must confess, I'm going to chew on you till you're a mess. <laughs> and when your flavor is gone and you're old and beat, I'll stick you under a movie seat. <laughs> the end. Okay, I give up. Is he a stupid human being or a brilliant ape? We don't know. <clears throat> Bye, Alfred. I'd like to recite another down, poem. Down, Alfred. Down, boy. <laughs> How about the apartment? I'm very busy now. Come back next week. But why? What happened? What did we do? Huh? Uh, is it Alfred? Well, yes. You see, the fellow who just bought this building gave me strict orders. I can't rent to people with pets. But <laughs> Alfred isn't an animal. Get a note from the zoo to that effect and we'll talk business. Goodbye now. <laughs> nice fella. <laughs> oh, Alfred, why couldn't you have kept quiet? We won't find another apartment like that in a million years. Don't worry. If you don't find anything, you can move in with me. It's a very sweet thought, Alfred, but three people can't live in one room unless they're a family. Oh. 
Well, there's one way for me to become a member of your family. Alfred, don't be silly. No. It's my fault that you haven't gotten an apartment, and it's my duty to make it up to you. Millie, would you do me the honor? Alfred, stop that. <laughs> Leave him alone, Mama. Yes, Alfred? Would you do me the honor of becoming my sister? <laughs> <laughs> That figured. <laughs> Alfred, dear, I want to tell you something. Yes? Well, you know what birds and bees are, huh? Not now, Mama. <laughs> you really need an apartment of your own, and I'm going to find you one right now. Uh, I'll see you later. What do you think, Millie? Is there a chance he might find something? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's the first time I ever heard of a vacancy looking for a vacancy. <laughs> Good afternoon, Miss Bronson. Hello, Johnny. I was apartment hunting with Mom. I'm sorry I'm late. I don't mind as long as you come in looking beautiful. I love that dress, yes, sir. Thank you. Do you think this color's becoming to my face? I don't know. I'll tell you when I get up there. <laughs> Please, that isn't funny. I'm sorry. I meant it as a compliment. Well, it's really very discouraging. I try to dress real businesslike for the office, and whatever I put on, men whistle. Even if it fits me like a coal bag. You can't help it. It's the way your coal is stacked. <laughs> Please, Johnny, I told you that doesn't flatter me. I'm tired of it. Oh, go on. You love getting compliments on your figure. I do not. No? Would you like a suggestion as to how to avoid them? I certainly would. Are you sure? Definitely. All right. All you have to do is wear tailored suits about two sizes too large. Well... When I want your advice, I'll ask for it. Yeah, I thought so. And you don't like to get compliments on your figure, huh? Well, maybe I do ordinarily, but right now I'm too worried about finding a place to live. Well, you'll find something. We almost had one this morning, but Alfred ruined it for us. Alfred? Is he still around? I thought he left for Harvard to study art. What happened? Well, they didn't like him at first, so they gave him a test, and it showed that he's brilliant. No fooling. Did they take him? No. They threw out the test. He's <laughs> quite a character, that Alfred. Yeah. But I wish we hadn't taken him along to look at that apartment. Yes, that's a shame. Yes, it is. I can't afford any of the apartments I've seen on my salary. Say, Johnny, what do you think the chances are of me getting a raise from your father? Surely you're joking. <laughs> do you know what happened to the last secretary that asked him for a raise? No. What happened? Let us bow our heads. <laughs> oh, Johnny. Well, seriously, he's been known to pass out cold at the mere thought of spending money. Well, I'll have to take a chance. I'm desperate. Mr. Boone? I'm sorry. A raise is out of the question. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, how did you know I was going to ask for a raise? Miss Bronson, I have an infallible system for telling when a woman wants money from me. A system? Yeah, I look at her. If she's a woman, she wants money. <laughs> Oh, I'm being very unfair. What do you want, Miss Bronson? Mr. Boone, I hate myself for this, but I want a raise. You say you wanted a raise, Miss Bronson? Yes, I did. A raise in your salary? That's the kind of raise I had in mind, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Bronson. My answer is no. But, Mr. Boone, everything is going up. I gave you my answer. Now, if you'll excuse me. My goodness, Mr. Boone, the way you act about money. Don't you know you can't take it with you? Just between us, Miss Bronson, 
When I feel myself going, I plan to swallow it. You know he's the boy that can do it. Well, Millie and Mama's housing problem grows more acute by the minute. The new landlord is going to evict them at the end of the month, and their prospects of finding a place to live don't look very bright. As we visit the apartment now, it's 5.30 p.m. Millie hasn't come home from work yet, and Mama seems to be coping with the big problem on the telephone. Hello? I'm calling with regard to your ad in this afternoon's paper. Boarding by the month, $40, including meals. Have you got a vacancy? You have? Could you accommodate my daughter and me? We'd... No? Why not? Oh. Oh, yeah, I see that now. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did I get over here under door kennels? <laughs> Let's see if there's anything else. I call that one. Come in. Hey, Mrs. Bronson. Yeah? I am Jay Sylvester Blake, the new owner of this building. Oh, come in, Mr. Blake, come in. It's an honor to see you, sir. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> As you probably know, I'm planning to evict you at the end of the month. <laughs> Fun, huh? <laughs> Some landlords are very apologetic about evicting tenants, but I'm different. I can see. I just left a woman with three children, one of them sick. Any other landlord wouldn't have dared tell her to get out. But I let her have it right between the eyes. Yeah, I told the kids, too. If the sick one was sleeping, I'll go back later and tell him. That's real brave of you. Yeah, I don't like to pussyfoot around. I said to myself, if a thing has to be done, it has to be done. That's what you said to yourself. Uh, yes, ma'am. What a pity such a brilliant remark had such a small audience. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Bronson. Uh, you're welcome. Yes. Uh, Mr. Blake, look, could you let us have another month just till the end of February to look for another apartment, huh? Yeah, I don't think so, Mrs. Bronson. Besides, I should think you'd be very anxious to get out of here. The super tells me you complain constantly. Who, me? Complain? About this palace? I love every square inch of the place. Well, according to the super, you've been complaining for weeks that the ceiling leaks over your dining room table. Complain about that leak? Oh, I should say not. We enjoy it. <laughs> Makes dinner very interesting. <laughs> it takes four hours to empty your soup plate. <laughs> <laughs> I admire a sense of humor in a person. Is that because I have such a Jim Dandy myself? Always oh, see the humor in any situation. Oh, that's wonderful. That's why you enjoy evicting people so much. By George, you may have something there. Sure. Tell me something. When you're not evicting, what do you do for laughs? Ride an ambulance? I don't know how to take that, Mrs. Bronson. It was a joke. Laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. 
<laughs> Listen, Mr. Blake, this is a real hardship on my daughter and me. Rents have gone up so much, and we can't afford to move. Would you please reconsider about putting us out at the end of the month, please, Mr. Blake, pretty please? Yeah, I'm huh? sorry. It's out of the... Qu oh, hello, Millie. Hello, Mama. Yeah! <laughs> what have we here? Hello, my dear. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I knew the wolf was at the door, but who let him in the house? <laughs> Millie, this is Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake, my daughter, Millie. Uh, yes, indeed. Will you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with me tomorrow? <laughs> Look, mister, I don't know who you are. Millie, Mr. Blake... I'm is... tired. I had a hard day, and I'm in no mood to cope with a middle-aged high school boy. Well, I must say. Okay, if you must, but say it outside. <laughs> Millie, honey, Mr. Obviously, Blake... I'm not wanted here. Thank goodness. There's one type of man I can't stand. It's an overage tugboat who thinks it's a destroyer. <laughs> Millie, you know who that was? Tell me. J. Sylvester Blake, our new landlord. What? Oh, no, Mama, what did I do? I was getting along with him so well before you came to. Oh, I'm so stupid. I feel like banging my head against the wall. You better hurry up while we still got a wall. <laughs> <laughs> he liked me, too. Maybe I'd have been nice to me to change his mind about evicting us. That's right. Uh, it may not be too late yet. What do you mean? Listen, I can get him to come back here tomorrow. <laughs> I'm all dressed, Mama. Do I look glamorous? <laughs> Wait, you could stand a little more Maybelline. That's it. Now, when he comes, you take him right into the living room. I'll come in from time to time in case he gives you trouble. <laughs> Don't be silly. He's past the dangerous age. <laughs> Millie, honey, a man isn't past the dangerous age until four days after he dies. <laughs> the description fits Mr. Blake perfectly. Yeah. Now, listen, just flatter him a lot and make him keep his distance without hurting his feelings. And ooh, there he is now. Let him in, Millie. I'll run into the kitchen, huh? Okay. Coming. Hello. Well, it's Mr. Blake. Come in, won't you? I'm so glad you could make it. Well, I really shouldn't have after the way I was treated just today. Oh, Mr. Blake, I'm so sorry about that. You know what I think it was that made me act that way? You know what? I felt a terrific magnetic appeal when I was fighting it. Really? <laughs> I mean it. You know, you just explained to me why so many girls won't have anything to do with me. <laughs> They're fighting my magnetic appeal. That must be it. <clears throat> Shall we sit down? Oh, Miss Bronson, you're wonderful. J. Sylvester Blake says so. Millie Bronson, thanks, J. Sylvester Blake. And now that you know you can't fight me, shall we uh, get a little cozier, as it were? Uh, back up, Mr. Blake. We're putting too much strain on one sofa cushion. <laughs> Don't call me Mr. Blake. To you, I'm just plain J. Sylvester. <laughs> thanks. Would you think I was awfully bold if I called you Jay? Well, it's daring, but go ahead. Hey, Jay, I'd like to talk to you about evicting us from the apartment. Oh, I see. 
I wonder if that could be why you wanted to see me. Oh, no. No, it was your powerful masculine appeal. Your dark eyes, your strong chin. Oh, you make me sound so good. <laughs> Tell me more. I think men of your age are so much more interesting than live ones. <laughs> I mean young ones. Do you really? Would I say so if I didn't mean it? Of course, but fool me, fool me. And then, Mr. Blake, we're putting a strain on that cushion again. I don't care. I want to be near you. I want to put my arms around you. About that eviction, Mr. Blake. I want to drink in your purse. Uh, just a second. I'll get your cup full. <laughs> Come back here. Don't leave me now that we found each other. I wasn't lost. <laughs> Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake. Yeah, you're so lovely, so feminine. Mr. Blake. <laughs> Cookies with raisins on top. <laughs> Boiled again. Here's some nice hot coffee, too. Why, Mother, what a lovely idea. Yeah. Have a cookie, Mr. Blake? No, thank you. Well, how are you two kids getting along in here? Would you like to watch television? The wrestling matches are on Channel 3. That's not the only place. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Blake, would you like me to bring in a dish of fruit? Or isn't that the dish you're interested in? <laughs> Mama. Uh, oh, Millie, shouldn't you be sitting closer to Mr. Blake? Yeah, I think so. I don't. Millie, dear, be nice to Mr. Blake. We don't want him to be put out. Because if he is, we are. <laughs> Mom, I got an idea. You stay here and we'll both be nice to him. This has gone far enough, ladies. What? Obviously, you two have cooked up this little evening for just one purpose. I suppose it means a lot to you not to be put out of this apartment at the end of the month, huh? Oh, Mr. Blake, if you only knew. We're worried sick about it. Well, J. Sylvester Blake is going to break one of his own rules and change his mind. How wonderful. When you see him, thank him. <laughs> yes. And I'll only raise your rent $8. $8? Now listen here, Mr. Blake. Really easy. We have no choice, huh? I'll be fair with you all around. I'll only charge you $10 for the damage you did to the linoleum in the kitchen. What damage? That linoleum was already ripped when we moved in. But I spent a fortune repairing it, and by careless walking, you scraped off all the scotch tape. <laughs> you chiseler. Honey, easy. I demand an apology for that, Miss Bronson. Well, you're not going to get it. Millie, remember? Roof over our heads. Cold outside. Bed to sleep in. Okay. I'm sorry, Mr. Blake. Apology accepted. Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. Now, let me see. What else can I stick you with? Someone's at the door. Excuse me, Mr. Blake. Excuse the both of us. Hey, go ahead. I'll be dreaming up some goodies. <laughs> Mom, I can't stand him. He's the meanest man I ever saw. What are we going to do, honey? We can't get an apartment like this anywhere for under $80. I know, but for just a second, I'll open the door. Hello, girl. Alfred. Uh, it never rains, but it pours. She hates me, but it's okay. I have great news for you. What, Alfred? You know that apartment we looked at yesterday for $45? Yeah? You can have it. I went back and spoke to the rental agent. He took a liking to me. Oh, that's wonderful. Alfred, your doll, I could kiss you. If you do, I'll scream. <laughs> I saw the landlord of the building. 
He wants to meet you first before he gives you the lease. But that's just a formality. Alfred, I don't know how to thank you. We must reward you. Don't make it anything elaborate. Money will do. <laughs> okay, Alfred, you wait here. We have to get rid of somebody in the living room, huh, Millie? Is this going to be a pleasure? I'll choose you for who gets first crack at him. I work harder than you did. Okay, you go first. Oh, you're back. Yeah, we're back, you... Oh, hold it, Mama. Wait for your turn. And while you were gone, I thought of a few items. You'll have to pay for having the walls repapered. I don't like this color. And I'm going to charge you for... You're not paying attention. I know. We were just admiring your looks, Mr. Blake. You buy look? Yeah. Isn't he gorgeous, Millie? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> he has a beautiful chin. Just like, um, what's that movie star? Trigger. <laughs> One more time? That's right. And his head is shaped just like pigeon. Walter Pigeon? That's just any ordinary pigeon. <laughs> now you stop that. He really should be in movies. He's built just like Van. If that's a moving van, I'm leaving. Oh, <laughs> uh, have some coffee before you go, Mr. Blake. I'll get you a cup. We won't need a cup. Hey, look out! Oh, no, don't! Oh! Look how nice his lap soaks it up. <laughs> Say we forgot the cream. Allow me. Hey, let me out of here. Let me out of here. Oh, must you go? Yes, and you're going at the end of the month. I'm going to put you right out on the sidewalk. I'll show you. Billy, <laughs> did you see his face? Yeah, he's going to put us out. Isn't that a scream? Wait till he finds out we have an apartment around the corner. <laughs> Say, I didn't know you knew Mr. Blake. I would have told him you were the tenants for his apartment. <laughs> no, Alfred, Mr. Blake owns this house. I know. He owns the one around the corner, too. He bought the whole block. <laughs> Millie, hold me. I'm going to faint. I bet I beat you to the floor. <laughs> I'm sure glad we were able to talk Mr. Blake into letting us stay in the apartment. Yeah. After what we did to him, I thought he'd let us off very easy. I did, too. The six months will fly like no time. Yeah. When he finished polishing his shoes, you can give me a hand with his shorts. On tonight's transcribed show were Rye Billsbury as Mr. Boone Jr., Earl Ross as Mr. Boone Sr., Frank Nelson as the landlord, and Bob Sweeney as the rental agent. Music was composed and conducted by Irving Miller. Don't forget next week when you have another date to Meet Millie, starring Audrey Totter, directed by Bill Manhoff, produced by Frank Galen, and written by Bill Manhoff and Joel Kane. Bob Lamont speaks. Millie has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. That was the episode Apartment Hunting from Meet Millie.
Thanks so much for listening to the first season of the podcast. I look forward to an even bigger and better season two in 2021, starting next Monday. Also, I have a big announcement to make for our listeners, so be sure to tune in. I hope everyone has a festive New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. La, 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 la.